Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll be doing my Week 19 review, which includes three 50-point games, a couple of 40-point games as well, also KD's return back for the Nets, as well as Coach K's last home game as Duke coach. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so we are in week 19. Well, week 19 just got finished, so we're going to review all that went on. And actually, it was a pretty busy week, so let's get into it. All right, starting off that week, you had Ja Morant. He started the week with a 52-point explosion. He went 22 for 30 from the field, 4-4 from 3. And that was after two days before scoring 46 points. So, uh, John Moran fully into in his bag there. So, and they got the 118 to 105 win over the San Antonio Spurs. So, so you're starting to hear Jaw's name now creep into the MVP conversation. It's was pretty much a three-horse race between Embiid, Joel Embiid, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikolai Jokic. But now you can kind of squeeze Ja into that conversation as well. As his team is doing great, 43-20 and 20 after that game where he went for 52. So Ja Morant getting it done for the Memphis Grizzlies. So second bit of business. Uh, If you're into fantasy basketball, like I am, uh, I got about five guys you can pick up that's probably on the waiver wire. Well, they might not be now, but I would scout around for these five guys. Cameron Payne for the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, without CP3 there, you're going to need somebody to run the point. And Cameron Payne is that guy, so... I understand. I get it. They brought over uh, uh, one of the holiday boys, uh, but and you also have Alfred Payton there. But when Chris Paul isn't there, Cameron Payne is the guy. So don't get it twisted, guys. So uh, he's the one you go after. So um, so he's definitely a pickup. Also, Trey Man with the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Right now, without Josh Giddy, who was having a great uh, rookie campaign, he's out uh, pretty much indefinitely. That's going to evaluate in two weeks. But OKC with nothing to play for, really. So you might as well just see what you have. And, you know, perhaps you can, you know, uh, maybe swing a deal or something like that if you, if Trey Man looks like. Uh, like he's got some game there. So I think the future is Giddy, actually. But uh, Trey Mann is going to get a lot of minutes now at the point. So he's the guy I think you can uh, pick up. I know Shai Gilkis 
Alexander, he's going nuclear right now, but um yeah, but Trey Man, I think he'll he'll get numbers while Josh Giddy is out, so he's somebody you can pick up. Isaiah Jackson, I've been talking about him ever since the Sabonis trade. He's a guy you need to look at uh, for the Indiana Pacers. Also, too, if you can't get him, Jalen Smith is another guy for the Pacers. He comes off the bench, but he gives you production. So uh, both guys are big, power forwards types. So, um, yeah, so I think if you swing and miss at Jackson, I would definitely get Jalen Smith as well. So. So kind of a two for one there. Marvin Bagley the third, who finally got out of Sacramento, and now, although he's coming off the bench, he's giving you production as well. So he's a guy that you could probably get pretty easily off the waiver wire if you're in need. Um, he's going to get plenty of opportunity there. Uh, I don't think Jeremy Grant will be. Uh, be with the team next season it's possible maybe they'll swing a deal or uh because they're in rebuild mode let's let's be frank about it so um so marvin bagley is somebody they're gonna want to take a long look at so uh so he's somebody i think will get production down the stretch and this one is kind of a shot in the dark but um bear with me uh, Tomas Sadoransky for the Washington Wizards. He actually, they actually just picked him up. So right now you have Raul uh, Nito and you have Ish Smith. I have no confidence in either guy holding down that point guard position. Sadoransky is a guy you can plug in and he can give you production. So uh, this is this is more like a hail mary. But uh, I think Sadoransky could eventually be the guy starting for the Wizards. So, so those are my guys for fantasy basketball. If you're interested in that, so okay, let's move on. Carl uh, Anthony Towns coming off his outstanding All Star Saturday, he goes and destroys Golden State. Um, he has 39 points. He does that on 14 of 22 shooting, three of six from three-point range. He, you know, he was talking that weekend about him being the best shooting big man. So uh, he's uh, he's standing behind those words, that's for sure. So, uh, and he also had nine rebounds as the Minnesota Timberwolves beat the Warriors, 129 to 114. The Warriors are reeling right now. They really need. Draymond Greenback, uh, he's the guy who kind of, uh, you know, the glue, the engine that keeps that machine running. I understand. I get it. You know, Curry's there. He got Clay back. But when Draymond's in there, they're just a different team. They're just, they just are. And, oh, by the way, what's the story with uh, James Wiseman? I thought he was coming back because uh, I don't know what's going on with that. So. Uh, yeah, so, but, yeah, Gold State is reeling, but Carl Anthony Towns is playing great, so. All right, so let's move on from that story, and let us talk about, uh, that Wednesday was an anniversary there, um, 
And it was a Wednesday where another Philly player goes for 27 points, 12 rebounds in Joel Embiid to help his team beat the Knicks, 123 to 108. And it's actually a celebration of a 60th anniversary for uh, Philadelphia Warriors, Wilt Chamberlain, who scores 100 points versus who? The Knicks, of course. So, uh, uh, yeah, so that's... the. Um, so that was the the second. So March second, uh, nineteen sixty-two is when Wilt uh, uh, Wilt Chamberlain went to Hershey, New York. They actually had the game in Hershey, New York, not in Pennsylvania. Uh, this was the league's efforts to grow their fan base, so they had a few games for Philly uh, slated for Hershey, Pennsylvania. And actually, that was the third game there that season. So they were trying to, again, grow their fan base at the time. It was the 75th game of the season. So, you know, the week, the season's kind of winding down. So um, you had five more games to go. Uh, the Warriors already had their playoff position locked up. So... They couldn't move up or down, and the Knicks were in last place at that point. So, um, yeah, it seems like, uh, anyway, let's, let's not go there. So, you know, and there were stories that Wilt had hung out the night before down in um, at his club in Harlem, uh, Smalls Paradise. So, um, rumor has it that he was there pretty much all night, and then... Uh, kind of barely got made it to the game. So once he got to that game, man, whoosh, he, he, he was on fire. He had 41 points in the first half of the game. So, uh, you know, they just kept feeding him, feeding him. And then, and then he goes for 28 points in the third quarter. So at that point, he's at 69 points. And they're like, you know, where's wait a second, uh, you know, we might be on to something here. So, and then with seven, seven and a half minutes left in the game, he broke the previous record of 78 points when he scored his 79th point. So I think from there, when the, if it wasn't for the PA announcer, uh, Dave Zinkoff, who said, who said, uh, Wilt just broke the record, uh, He's at 79 points. Yeah, I guess that's when the thought came to his mind. Wait a second, maybe I could get this 100 thing. So, so you know, the team tried and tried to do it. Again, you know, it was late in the season, not much to play for. So, why not get this record here tonight? So, um, and of course, the Knicks didn't want to be want any parts of that being on the wrong side of history. So. What they do, they began swarming uh, Wilt Chamberlain with about four guys on him, daring the other guys to shoot. But uh, Wilt kept, they kept feeding Wilt, feeding Wilt, and sending him to the line, actually. And that swarming that happens sent him to the free throw line. Now, he came into the game as not such a great free throw shooter. Actually, he was at 61% from the field. 
I mean, from the free throw line. Uh, but that night he ended up at 87.5% when he ended up uh, going to the line 32 times and he sank 28. So kind of reminiscent of uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo in that clinching game in the championship where he pretty much clinched, uh, hit most of his free throws that night. So. Anyhow, so that's what he shot from the free throw line. And then from the field, he shot 36 63 from the field. So, oh, by the way, he had 25 rebounds that night. So he got his 100 points. Um, and in his mind was, if, you would, if he would have got the 98 or above 100, it wouldn't have the same kind of ring to it as just a hundred point game. So yeah, I think once he scored a hundred points, I think, uh, they just stopped playing. I think, um, I think, uh, people stormed the court and all kind of stuff. So, uh, I don't even think they ended up finishing the game, but the game was a completed game nonetheless. So, so there you have it. History made with Will Chamberlain once again. So, so that, so this past Wednesday was the 60th anniversary. So, Okay, let's move on to our next bit of news. Devin Booker for the Phoenix Suns placed in health and safety protocols. You talk about a huge blow, man. This is a huge blow to a team that's already missing uh, Chris Paul, as I mentioned previously. Um, but you know what the thing is, though? <laughs> Golden State, man, the way they're stumbling, I don't think they're going to catch them anyway. So... Um, so Devin Booker's going to miss some games, uh, more than like, more likely than not, he should be back. I think, uh, at some point in week 20. So, uh, but definitely keep your eye out, especially if you have him in fantasy, definitely keep your ears to the pavement in that regard. So, um, but I think he should return to the lineup by about, uh, during week 20. So, um, Yep, so that's that bit of news. Then you have Zion Williams, Williamson for the New Orleans Pelicans. He's still out of definitely with that foot. Uh, that, you know, they're kind of being hopeful about it. Uh, the act, team's actually playing good, actually, um, since the arrival of C.J. McCollum. And C.J. McCollum said he's not too worried about Zion not talking to him. Um, talking with him initially when he got there. Um, he understood that, you know, the young man is rehabbing and so forth. He figured he'll get to him when he got the chance. So CJ McCollum walking into the door, uh, as the ultimate teammate there. So not really stressing the situation, but on the other hand, uh, media types were kind of stressing the situation. Um, a lot of media heads were talking about it, especially J.J. Redick, who actually played in New Orleans and was a teammate of Zion. He kind of took uh, Zion to task for that. So, um, yeah, so you, you know how that goes. So, especially for Zion, he's got the target on his back, anything that goes down and, and with the Pelicans. So. Yeah, so that's that bit of news. Uh, good news for the Brooklyn Nets. KD 
made his return to the Nets on this past Thursday when they hosted the the Miami Heat. Uh, he had missed 21 games, and in those 21 games, they went 5-16. and 16. Man, stinking up the joint. So, KD returns to the lineup, uh, and they take a loss to Miami, 113-107. to 107. Uh, KD goes off in that game. Um, he has 31 points, 4 rebounds, 4, four assists. So, the guy with with uh, 21 games he's away comes back he drops a uh 30 plus game go figure uh and then on uh this past sunday they went to boston so what does that mean Kyrie will play in that game so because we know about the covid rules in new york so anyhow uh they go up to boston and they lose that one, 126 to 120. In that game, KD has 37 points, 8 assists, and 6 rebounds. But for Boston, Jason Tatum goes bonkers. 52, 54 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. He does that on 16 of 30 shooting. But 8 of 15 from 3. Whew. So, uh, so in KD's game back, already two more losses. So, uh, Nets, you know, even with the personnel they have, they're kind of reeling right now. Uh, let's be totally honest here. Uh, the fact that you got a player that's in and out of the lineup, uh, doesn't help matters. You're still waiting on Ben Simmons. I think, um... You'll be waiting a while. Uh, word has it that he probably won't play the the Philly game when they go to Philly. So, which a part of me kind of figured that he wasn't going to play in that anyway. So, uh, yeah. So so far, you know, <laughs> Philly's looking like they're they're uh, winning this trade if, uh, by the early returns, but uh, we'll see. Anyhow, so, oh, by the way, in Boston, Kyrie got booed. Um, remember, he was a Boston Celtic who claimed he was going to sign a long-term deal until he did not sign a long-term deal and went to play in Brooklyn instead. So, so of course, Boston fans are going to let him have it, and that's what they did. You know, he took it in stride, but, you know, you know, it was bothering him. So, you know how sensitive he is, so. Anyway, let us continue, shall we? Uh, next story. Uh, LeBron goes nuts with 56 points. Uh, he does that on 19 of 31 shooting, 6 of 11 from 3. He also had 10 rebounds. And L.A. gets a win um, in prime time Saturday night on ABC against Golden State, Golden State, I keep talking about them on the losing end this, uh, during this episode, so, 124-116, so, LeBron goes crazy, and then, after the game, they talk to, uh, they talk to Russell Westbrook, and, uh, 
Okay, let me just say what he said, and then I'll give you my uh, take afterwards. In the press conference, he says to them, I didn't come. Basically, I didn't come into this season with expectations because it, his thinking was he never knows what a season's going to bring. So, so he doesn't. He comes into it you're pretty much a blank slate and see what happens. So, which of course everybody went nuts over that statement. But um, here's what I'll say: <laughs> I take back what I said last week about bringing him to uh, the Knicks in a trade. You, you can't have this kind of mindset, man. Um, they brought you to L.A. because they wanted a chip. That's the expectations. You got LeBron on your team. You got AD on your team. That's the expectation. I don't care how many of the old guys they brought in, which they did. So, um, yeah. So, you kind of can't say that. Uh, not out loud, at least. So, uh, not uh, not... Not one of the best days for Russ, that's for sure. So, <sighs> but you know, hey, that's the hand, that's the hand y'all chose. So, you know, bringing in a uh, Russ, so you gotta take the good with the bad. So, anyhow, so that's the story in LA. Uh, Sunday, you had a couple of. Before we get to Sunday, let me talk about. Uh, now I'm deviating from. The NBA will talk uh, briefly about college basketball because, of course, you have the tournament coming up. But uh, this past Saturday, Coach Mike Krzyzewski, uh it was his final game as a Duke coach, final home game, that is. And it was against who? His state rival, uh, uh, North Carolina. Which they lose that game, 94-81, to 81, which leads him to dress the crowd saying, you know, this is unacceptable. We played below our standards and so on and so forth. The kind of accountability you, you expect from Coach K. Uh, but let's look at Coach K, his career, uh, winning as coach in NCAA history, uh, 47 years coaching. 42 years at Duke. He has a uh, uh, 1,196 wins with against 666 losses, giving him a 76% uh, winning percentage. And, of course, that's counting because he's still coaching, obviously. So, uh, 12 times regular season champ, 15 times conference champ, so... Those numbers can change as well since they got a tournament coming up. Uh, uh, 35 times going to the NCAAs. You could change that to 36. Uh, 12 times to the Final Four. Five-time champion. He won those back-to-back -back ones in 1991 and 1992. Uh, of course, with the Christian Leitner team, with Bobby Hurley, Grant Hill and those guys, and then he comes and gets one in 2001. That one he gets with uh, Shane Battier, uh, Jay Williams, Mike Dunleavy, uh, Carlos Boozer, and then he gets one, an uh, improbable one in 2010. He got that with the likes of uh, 
Kyle Singer, uh, John Shire, who, by the way, will be his successor. Uh, actually, he picked him as a successor over Tommy Amaker. And that's a story for another day. And then he got one again in 2015 with Jaleel Okafor, Justice Winslow, Quinn Cook, Titus, Titus Jones, and those guys there. So uh, the list of guys who played for them uh, is such a long list, uh, starting with Gene Banks. Then you had Mark Allery, uh, Johnny Dawkins. Jay Billis, who we know now at ESPN, uh, the voice of college basketball there. Tommy Amaker, who I mentioned previously. Danny Ferry. Uh, Danny and the Miracles. I remember that, them being called that. Quinn Snyder, who we now see coaching the Utah Jazz. Uh, Christian Leitner, of course, who I mentioned. Bobby Hurley, Grant Hill. Grant Hill, we, we know his work. Hall of Famer, so on and so forth. Cherokee Parks, who, who's on the low, one of my favorites, but that's another story. Uh, Antonio Lang, uh, great Jeff Capel, another guy who became a coach. Elton Brand, who had a pretty solid uh, career there. Chris Collins, uh, the, the son of Doug Collins, played there. Trade. Trajan Langdon, Corey Maggette, Shane Battier, I mentioned, Jay Williams, Mike Dunleavy, Carlos Boozer, J.J. Reddick, who we now see as uh, as a voice at ESPN, Sheldon Williams, Luau Dang, Chris Duhon, Gerald Henderson, of course, the son of uh, Gerald Henderson, obviously, Kyle Singer, John Shire, who I mentioned, Nolan Smith, the Plumley boys, uh, Mason and Miles, and then later comes Marshall Plumley, uh, Austin Rivers, the son of Doc Rivers, Seth Curry, uh, Steph's brother, Kyrie Irvin, who only played 11 games for Duke, um, you know, kind of a foreshadowing of what he does in the NBA, but that's another story. I mentioned Jaleel Okafor, Justice Winslow, Quinn Cook, and Titus Jones. Grayson Allen, who, uh, yeah, uh, uh, his dirty play has carried with him into the to the NBA, but that's another story. Jason Tatum, who I mentioned going uh, off on the Nets. Uh, Luke Kennard, Brandon Ingram, he he's a dookie. Uh, Jabari Parker, Rodney Hood, Marvin Bagley III, I forgot he was a, a dookie, uh, Gary Trent Jr., of course the son of Gary Trent, Wendell Carter, R.J. Barrett, our R.J. Barrett for uh, the New York Knicks, Zion Williamson, you know what he's going through, Cam Reddish, and I think the next uh, kind of guy for the NBA, Paolo Banchero, so uh, a long list of guys that Coach K had, and uh, you know, who's had some success uh, at his school, and some in the NBA as well. A few, uh, a few solid guys within there. So yeah, so um, 
So Coach K, we'll see what he does in the tournament there. But, uh, you know, the end of an era, guys. The end of an era. So, And then you have the Sunday games. Uh, Chris Middleton, uh, a couple of 40-point-plus games. Chris Middleton with 44 for the Milwaukee Bucks as they beat Phoenix 132-122. to He has 44 points. Uh and then Nikolai Jokic, of course, topping the day with his 46 points. Uh, by, oh, by the way, he had a triple-double. Um, shooting 16 of 22 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3. He also, with that, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, 4 block shots, and 3 steals. As Denver wins over the New Orleans Pelicans in overtime, 138 to 130. So... Closing out the weekend, strong form there. So uh, that's about it. Only other business, um, um, guys, uh, prayers up for Brittany Griner and all that she's going through. She was detained in Russia uh, for the past three weeks plus. Um, you know, with the vape situation, they say it's hashish oil and all kind of nonsense. So. And you know Ru- Russia's at war with Ukraine, so this thing can get messy. So uh, send up prayers that she can come back to to the U.S. safely and um, you know um, unscathed. One would hope. So um, yeah, so prayers up for her. All right, guys, I'm gonna finish it there. Guys, I got a special player spotlight coming up. It's gonna be on Louisa May Harris otherwise known as Lucy Harris, uh, the first lady, I'm using air quotes, drafted uh, by NBA team. So we're going to go through her rich history. And of course, there was the documentary about her. So uh, guys, I'm going to have that special player spotlight coming up. So once again, guys, I thank you for listening and we'll talk again soon. All right. Take care. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at GD That Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at That Sports GD at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash gd that sports dude. You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content.